Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. As NFL training camps wind down and the regular season is around the corner, let the roster speculation begin. Eric Williams of ESPN has a expectation, quote unquote, that Melvin Gordon is ending his holdout in time for week number one and will be on the 53-man roster for the Los Angeles Chargers. We will have to wait and see. The Athletics' Ben Standig reports the Redskins want to trade contract year wide receiver Josh Doxson before week number one. The Miami Herald's Barry Jackson mentions Kenyon Drake and Kenny Stills are possible trade a potential deal for unsigned Texans franchise player Devion Clowney. And Brewers third baseman Mike Moustakis remains out of the Brewers starting lineup Wednesday afternoon against the Cardinals. Moustakis suffered bruising along his left wrist and palm while trying to field a hard grounder at third base on Monday. I'm Dan Strapper and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Rodas, I got a very interesting trade proposal just before we came on the air. I'm in a dynasty league. Somebody, I have two first-round picks next year, which, you know, they're hard to come by, right? First-round picks, not easy. Some guy offered me Christian McCaffrey for two first-round picks. Would you do that deal? Can you win now? I, I, I lean towards yes. Can I win now? I don't think so. Mm. My team's good, but it's not great. So you don't, want it, you don't want to do it? I didn't say that. That's why I'm asking you. That's why you're Adam Ronis. You're here. But I, I don't know. My t- All right, here's my team. I have Baker Mayfield and Dak Prescott, a quarterback. It's nice. My running backs are like Dalvin Cook, Eckler, Singletary, Edo Smith, you know, Peyton Barber. I got, you know, one guy, Dalvin. The receivers are Tyreek, Mike Williams, Cooper Cup, Robbie Anderson, Kuti. Tight end is Godert. Jack Doyle, Hawkinson, and it's an IDP league, and I have a good defense. But I don't know if that's enough. I, uh, that sounds like a contending team. It's a contending team. Would you give up two picks to get McCaffrey? Mm. They're like uh, gold. What? They're like gold to me. First-round picks are like gold. But here's, yeah. the good, here's the good news, though. I have my pick and Mike Dempsey's pick. And Mike Dempsey is always good. So there's 16 teams. His pick could easily be like number 13. And Damn. my pick if my pick could be like 11 and 13. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's a tough call, man. Think about it? I mean, it seems like you don't want to do it. No, I mean, no. I, I, it's just like first-round picks. I want to know I'm winning. But I, I guess I am tempted Right, I'm tempted, but but how many? What? How long is McCaffrey's window? You never know what running backs. It could end quickly. You know, I know. It's been two years saying. in the league, so. So you're saying if I go for it, do it now. Go for it. Yeah, if you think you can win, I think you you do it. All right. I don't know if I can win though. What if the what if it folds? Dynasty League next year. Right. <laughs> no, this league has been pretty good. It's been pretty good. It's a, it's a really good league. They this all the... seem pretty good, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom. Uh, well, yeah. 
Here's another guy's team. Look at this. He's got Chubb, Connor, Duke Johnson. It's a pretty nice running back core. It is, but you know how it goes. Injuries happen and things change drastically. We look at so many teams on paper and drafts and judge them, and then um, yeah. so, so many things change during the course of a season. I give this guy a lot of credit. This is Kevin Longley. Remember Kevin Longley? Yes. So he had nothing. His team stunk. But now he's got Chubb, Connor, Duke, Beckham, Godwin, DJ Moore. Yeah, things can turn pretty quickly. Yeah, he's putting himself together a little team there. That's a team that could win. I don't know if I can win with McCaffrey. Beat that, that group? Ooh. Except I do have, we do do IDP, and I always make sure to have a good defense around us. People overlook that. Yeah, they do. I mean, I, I play in an IDP league, but we only start six. So to me, I devalue it. So I had the draft last week, and basically my last six picks were IDP players because you can play the matchups in a league like that. Oh, so we have 20 roster spots and 11 are IDP. Yeah, so it's deeper. So you, you want to have, especially in a dynasty, because I did a dynasty league with IDPs, and I made sure to have pretty good ones too because you're just – you're not going to find a ton in the waiver wire. There's always IDP players who emerge every single year, but you can't go and play the matchups every week where uh, I, I can a little bit. I mean, obviously the elite guys are elite, but there's always players that I find off the waiver wire if you're only starting, you know, six. is right, a little bit different in 16 teams in a dynasty. Yeah, it's a little different. You can't do that. And we have it that you have to have, like, one defensive tackle, a couple of defensive ends. Like, you yeah. have to have mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I've played in leagues like that. They're, they're cool. I like it. It throws a different dimension into the draft. Um, I still tend not to draft them early, um, except for that that one league that I did with Taz, the other chaos league. That was nuts because, like, the defensive tackles and defensive ends scored <laughs> mad points. Right. So I always made sure, like, I got to get, right? yeah. get an elite yeah. defensive end. You want to hear my linebackers in this league? Darius Leonard, Tremaine Williams, Jayon Brown, Zach Cunningham. Yeah, Leonard was an absolute oh. beast oh. last year. I was fortunate to, to get him in my IDP league, and uh, it helped me get to the championship. 348 points he had. Yeah, he was, he was a beast last year. Now, Tremaine Edmonds, you think, is a good right, linebacker for the Bills? He has 100. He had a 238. This guy was 110 points better. That's how good Leonard was. Yeah, he was all over the field, tackles all the time. Yeah, so I don't know. That's a, so I, I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. But uh, I'm tempted. But, you know, you raise an interesting point when you're in keeper leagues. If it was a wide receiver, I'm way more apt to doing it because a running back, I, I love McCaffrey. I love him this year. I mean, he's arguably the first pick in the league, right? But do you feel that way in 2021? Uh, I would say you don't, you don't know. I mean, two year, two more years of a big workload. You just don't know with running backs, man. Like in Dynasty, I like to build my team on receivers, and that's what you use your first-round picks for, take the running backs that come in the league. Because remember, running backs, really their peak is their first two to three years in football. Right, I know. That's what I'm saying. So now I'm getting a third-year McCaffrey, who I love, and but i got to win this league this year or next year because then in two, it's over. Think about Todd Gurley in Dynasty. If we had this conversation last October, you're, oh, yeah, I love Gurley. Oh, my God, he's a beast. Oh, but now, look, arthritic knee. You just don't know for the future now. Right. I know. It's poo-poo. I mean, that's, it's, it's so sad because you would think that's exactly right. If you had Todd Gurley a year ago, you would be uh, high-fiving yourself to a Dynasty championship. Yeah. He's like, I'm set at running back for a few years. I mean, he's a young back, and now he's got an arthritic knee, and he still might be fine. I know we've talked about him a lot, and I've said, and if you look at my rankings, I'm out on him. I'm not dealing with it. 
But, I mean, he could be fine. It's a possibility. I just look at all the flags that have been and what the Rams have done, and it tells me that there's concern. But even even if you're the most optimistic, girly supporter, you know in a dynasty league, you have to be nervous as hell. I would be moving him so fast in a dynasty league. I don't know what you could get. You can't get anything. No, but there's a lot of guys out there who are optimistic. You see the drafts. He's going late first, early second. Now, maybe dynasty, it's different. But there are still a lot of people that are pro girly. It stuns me, but we'll see who's right at the end of the year. What would you give up? What would you give up from in a dynasty? A very, no, hardly anything. Again, I'm, but I'm, I'm probably. Would you give up a second round pick for girly? Probably not. Really? Yeah, I'm out. Not even a second. I'm out. Wow. Maybe right. it depends what, how my team is. All right, fair enough. All right, I want to tell Ronus a story when we come back right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Number of floor. All right, we're back. We're full-time fantasy. Check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50 for 50% off your first two months. You got podcasts. You got rankings, amazing rankings. You got articles. You got forum posts. We're all over the place. All right, so check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. So, RONUS, I have to share the story with you. Maybe you'll appreciate this, and if you do, tell me if this happened to you. So I'm on the phone with one of my very close friends uh, before, and I've known this guy. It's got to be at least since graduate school, all right? So a bunch of years, right? He knows what I do, what I do for a living, and he and I start, played in a home league together for years, okay? And then I, I left him because he, we were partners, and I, I just, you know, it was hard being partners with, some, with a friend sometimes. So we split up, and he's still in that same league that we did from back in, God knows, 1992, right? I give him so much advice. Can I tell you that he either disagrees with all of it or listens to none of it? Do you have a close friend that does the same thing? Um, I'd say no. Um, but I just what uh, something similar to that is like when you give advice to people and they always push back and they go, "Well, what about this? What about?" I'm like, "All right, so why are you asking me then? You disagree or you have a different viewpoint? So why are you asking me? You asked me for my opinion. I don't want to argue with you. I'm not here to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Well, but I, I do. So maybe he pr- doesn't ask for my opinion. I'm, I'm giving it. I'm trying to give him like I like this guy. I like this guy. Right. And he'll go. He- I don't like this guy. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Who had Patrick Mahomes last year? Who won thousands upon thousands of dollars? I'm giving you advice. No, I don't like this guy. Seriously? Well, it's fine. Look, because no, all of us are never right. Even the best players, we're never going to be right 100% of the time. I think, though, when you see someone who has a track record and has made good calls, you're going to be more inclined to say, all right, let me hear what they have to say. They've been right. They've won money. I think that's the way you look at it. You know, I think sometimes people have a tendency to say, Oh, well, that guy's a high-stakes uh, winner and wins everything. That doesn't mean that they're going to get every single pick right. It doesn't happen. You want to see what they do. I think it's a lot more roster 
roster construction is what, what I want to look at because there, everyone gets players wrong. We all do. I mean, you talked about it last year. I think it was Royce Freeman you took in the third, right? I mean, yep. I got guys wrong too. We all do. We're, we're going to get players wrong. No one's 100% right. But I understand your point. You know, and, and I actually got angry at him. It was like a year or two ago because he'd ask me for advice on trades and then do the exact opposite. Like he's the guy who drafts Muhammad Sanu. He's the guy who drafts Larry Fitzgerald. He's the guy who drafts guys that you and I would never put on our team. And he's never won the league ever. Well, that's different then. If he's clearly not won, then obviously there's something he's not doing right. I mean, it, or I mean, if he's getting to the finals consistently doesn't win, no, I'll say, okay, no. it's bad luck. But if you're not getting to the playoffs, then, then obviously you're doing something wrong. And you should listen to someone that has had success at high levels. So... It's, cra it's crazy that. to me. It's like blows my mind. And, I, and I get, I, the worst part is, Adam, I get angry. I'm like, I'm angry that he's not listening. It's like talking to my daughter, by the way, who another one that doesn't listen to me. I'm like, I'm giving you great advice. You don't want any part of it. It's like, it's like if you said it, Ronis, it would be good. But if I say it, it's poo. Yeah, so then you, you know, cut the discussion short or don't even offer the advice or, yeah. or for the bad advice. Say, I love Muhammad Sudish. Me too. Uh, <laughs> like, so my friend, my friend and I, uh, so we competed against each other this past Sunday in my home league and we share a team next week. Is this the so, GST guy? Yeah. Okay. So I picked one, he picked 12. So we were on complete opposite ends. He took Peyton Barber. I said, I, as soon as he did, I said, we are not touching Peyton Barber in the league next week. I'm letting you know now. Oh, you're wrong. He's going to be good. I'm like, we are not drafting Peyton Barber, so get it out of your head right now. One, no part of him. Again, that's that boring player where people sit there, oh, it's round eight or nine. I'm going to get the starting running back for Tampa Bay. He's, right. He had his chance last year. He did nothing. You don't want that. That is not a play that is going to swing your season. I'd rather Dari Ogabawale yes. before, before Peyton Barber. And I'm so mad, Doc, and I swear, because the last beat Adam Ronis league, I had, him, I had him low in the rankings at running back, and I circled him. And for some reason, towards the end of the draft, I forgot to take him. I'm like, oh, man. I obviously moved him up way a, a lot up now because his reports. Dude, Chad took, Chad took him in like round 15 or 16 of a main yeah. event. Yeah, probably, what, like a few days ago? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, look, it, my, he's worth it that late because oh, they're yeah. talking about him being the pass-catching back there in Tampa. He played 10 snaps with Jameis Winston this past week, so they kind of split it evenly. He's very good at picking up the blitz, and Tampa Bay is going to be a pass-heavy team. He could spend a lot more time on the field at running back, and it's not like Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber are doing anything. No, Ronald Jones, you, you tell your friend this, I'm not drafting Ronald Jones either. I draft Peyton Barber before Ronald Jones. That's how bad I how much I hate Ronald Jones. Ronald. Yeah, I'm not touching those guys. So when he took now, Barber, you do, I was like, Come when you on, do a man. partnership with a guy like that, do you say, look, this is not 50-50. This is 51-49, and I'm 51. Uh, I don't say that, but you know, I'll probably, you know, sway him and be like, nah, we're not doing it. So <laughs> okay. will I he think listen? Have, will he listen at the end? Should yeah, I'll just have to be like. You know, firm on that stance and say, look, we're not doing this. I, I don't want this guy. But yeah, he took Peyton Barber in round nine as RB40, man. And then when, I, when, it, when it came back to my turn, who did I take? Matt Breda, who, like, right. come on, man. I've been getting him in every draft. So he was the RB43, which is an absolute steal. I'm taking him over Barber every single time. So I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, really? I mean, he did get some good values in this draft, though. Uh, but I was like, no, my, my, but my friend is one, the guy who drafts Greg Jennings, right? Yeah, he's man, the one he who drafts just... Muhammad Sanu. He's the one that, you know, like, dude, the guy was good four years ago. Yeah. you got to be current. I'd, ra yeah. I'd rather have a crappy rookie than Muhammad Sanu. How about that?
Yeah, look, Sanu's going to have a couple good games here and there, but there's no ceiling for him whatsoever because we we know Julio's there, Ridley's there, Hooper's there. So, yeah, there'll be a week where Julio gets covered well, has three catches, and maybe Ridley has four, and Sanu has his six, seven-catch game. But you don't know when it's coming, and it's only going to be a handful. once a year, once or twice a year. This was my favorite also. He's telling me about, I've been doing mock drafts, he says. Because oh, yeah, he's got great. picked two, right? He goes, Mike Evans is there for me in round two. I go, no, he's not. I guarantee you Mike Evans is not there in a 12-team league with pick 23. Yeah, I haven't seen. Uh, actually, well, my home league he was the other day. I got him at 24. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, and any high stakes league, he's gone. Let me see. What happened here that that happened? Two tight he had a quad injury. Oh, two tight ends went. In, in uh, Kelsey went, and then Ertz followed immediately. So that pushed Evans down to me as wide receiver 10. And someone took Thielen. Ahead of Evans. All right, All right. So there you got a couple goofballs in your league run. That's never happened. And Fournette went uh, RB10 um, as the fifth pick around two. Did I not tell you he's going to go in the middle of round? He's going to go in round two in Vegas. Um, going for sure. He's going in round two. For sure. You think so? Yes. Mm. 100%. So who's, so who's getting pushed down then? Who are my well, choices? Well, okay. Well, in ours, there'll be no tight ends. So I could see that. No t- Right. No tight ends. But the receivers Maybe get the t- pushed T.Y. Up. Hilton? Bye. Round three? Well, uh, but Hilton Hill was already the 2-3 turn. I never really saw him go mid-second. So he was already gone. I think, well, me, I think okay. Thielen and Thielen and Diggs are getting pushed to round three. I got Thielen they in like are the fourth a little pick bit. of round three. I, I, you know what? Initially, I was kind of on board. I think people are overreacting out of that. Because even if the Vikings pass less, who's, who's getting the targets? Two guys. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? It's Thielen and Diggs. So maybe... Right. I, I, people are looking at the last few games. And remember, Thielen was banged up, too, down the stretch. So yeah, he, he was so good. So good. I mean, I like Diggs, too. I, I'm fine with both those guys. But I think Thielen and Diggs are both third-round players right now. I do. Tonight, and beat Dr. Roto, I'll be shocked if they're not third-round players. Well, Thielen's ADP right now in the FFWC is 24. But he has gone 27, 31, 28, and 28 in four of the last 10 drafts. Diggs' ADP is 28. Oh, wow, for, for Fournette's ADP. You know what it is right now? Wait, wait, 23. Yeah. Was all right? RB12. He, I'm he's telling rising. you, he's flying up. I know. I know. I took him in the, at 2-9 at, uh, the other night. I, look, I think it's simple with him. If he stays healthy, he'll produce. He's going to get the volume. Even he was if a first-round pick a year ago. And it was obviously a mistake. <laughs> but, but, not because of, but not because he sucks. Well, he hasn't been very efficient so far in his NFL career. He has yet to average four yards per carry in his first two years. But, okay. he's, if but the, Blake Bortles is the worst. I mean, is Nick Foles a Hall of Famer? He's better than Blake Bortles. He's better, but do we know outside of Philly? I'm, no, Blake Bortles was the worst. The, there was no respect for okay, him. Okay, but you're, don't say Nick Foles. You're acting like Nick Foles. He won a Super Bowl? Like, yeah, with Philly, a different system. With better I, I think Nick Foles will not suck. Okay. I don't think he's going to be good, but I don't think he'll suck. How about that? All it's right. all like, look, he's getting the volume. That's, that's it's health. If he stays healthy, that's right, let's, talk, let's talk a little Melvin Gordon when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
right. Do me a favor, guys. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where you receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you are in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. If you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right, Adam. There was a report, and I always hate saying this. There was a report that there's a guy in ESPN who's thinking that Melvin Gordon could be back week one. I don't know where he heard this from. I don't see it. But I've got to think, if people read that information, he might go in round two tonight. And I'm not taking him. I'm not either. I mean, this, again, there's no report. All it was was Eric D. Williams projecting the 53-man roster by 4 p.m. Saturday. But so. that feels like a report. It does. It feel, When people see that, people are like, oh, this guy thinks he's from ESPN. He must but know I, he's with the team. I mean, you okay. Know, so, it's, 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 it's hyperbole. Well, again, it's clickbait. People, they want to get clicks. And, you, you, you know, even in fantasy it happens with the headlines. And all it says is expect Gordon to end his holdout in time to be on the week one roster. But there's no source for it. It's not. He didn't even say according to sources. It's just his opinion. So, I don't know. I mean, I think he's kind of guessing. Yeah, how do, what are, I mean, that's just, I find that irresponsible because, or maybe it's the site, the new site that puts it up like that. I don't know. I just feel like it's. I, mean, I don't know. Okay, so this is just his projection of the roster. So. Yeah, but he doesn't write for Joe Blow Fantasy. He writes for ESPN. That gives him legitimacy. It does. It, I doesn't, I, it doesn't change my opinion. You write for Sports Illustrated. You became legitimate. Oh, so I wasn't legitimate yeah, before? Yeah, exactly. No, You're my illegitimate it's, partner. It's not really, it's not a report. It's just his projection of the roster. Uh, guys get those wrong all the time. So, I mean, I wish he kind of, what I would have liked if he expanded on it and wrote something more detailed, like, yeah, I, according to sources or people I've spoken with, seems like it's close. Right. But Here's then that would have been a headline, separate story. The headline, if you see it, the headline goes, writer expects Melvin Gordon back by week one. I mean, come on. Some some idiot reads that, and they're like, oh, Melvin Gordon's back. i got to draft him tonight. Yeah, it, that, that probably will happen for some people. So yeah. it doesn't change my mind. And then, so they're having some luncheon right now, uh, and there's a crowd for in Dallas. And Jerry Jones said, this is our team. We are missing one. But we will have them in the field, and I am not joking. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. But. When will we? Ha- Wait, didn't they say something like we want to have them fresh by the end of the season? Did he just have that line too? Yeah, I mean, look, I think everyone <laughs> has felt this entire time that this was going to get done, and you know, as I said, as we get close to the start, it probably happens, and then you know, maybe maybe he does miss week one. It's possible, but you got to think this is getting done. We think Jerry's like, ah, oh, we don't need him to beat the Giants. No, Giants I, no, I think, I think Zeke wants to be there. I think Dallas wants him. It's just a matter of you know getting both sides to agree. And if I'm picking four tonight in the beat Doctor Otto draft, should I take Zeke? It it depends on each individual. That's that's like the hardest piece of advice to give because some people are risk averse. If you don't want to take the risk, pass. Uh, I took him the other night in the draft at seven. But All it right, was, so, it's, so then you're telling me I should take him at four. I, if you took him at seven, you must like him. Well, there's a difference between seven and four. 
Would I, should I pass DeAndre Hopkins up to get to take Zeke? What, would, what is your gut telling you? Yes. But it didn't tell me that a week ago. My gut okay. is getting, my gut is changing as the news comes out where you, it just and seems what, inevitable. So if you take Zeke in four, what do you do? Pollard in eight? Yes, Pollard in eight. And if yeah. he's not there, he's not there. But I'm, yeah. I, I will take him in eight because I'm not taking him in the first seven picks. I'm not. Yeah, I don't think you can. I think, and, and his ADP is definitely rising for sure. I think it was, uh, I wrote something about it today. I think he's like 90, 92 right now. Let's see. Yeah, 92. RB 38. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's worth an eighth round pick. I, I have no problem sacrificing that. When I sacrifice the seventh round pick, that could be my fourth receiver. That could be my tight end. Uh, that's, I, I don't want to mess around with that, Adam. Yeah. So he didn't mention Zeke by name, but everyone knew who he's talking about. When he said we're missing one, but we'll have him on the field, I mean, it's obvious who he's talking about. They're not missing anyone else. How are they going to fix this problem? How are they going to pay all these guys? They actually have room under the cap. I was surprised. I think they, they were showing teams the other day, and they had 20-plus million under the cap for this year. But obviously, they paid Jalen Smith. They still have uh, Cooper to pay and Dak. I don't think Dak gets paid this year. I don't think it's going to happen. I think and Dak I has think, any chance of getting paid this year. None. Zero. I think they probably also want to see him another year. Yeah, I would. I know I would. I would pay Cooper. I'd pay Zeke. I wouldn't pay Dak. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people say they wouldn't pay Dak, but they kind of have to the way they built their team. I mean, look, Dak I better hate. win me a playoff game before I start paying Dak. They won last year. I'm just saying another. I want to win another playoff game. And he won uh, two years ago. Two I, look, years. I, I agree. I'm just saying I want another playoff game this season for me to feel good about investing. Yeah, If they I don't mean, make a deep run this year, I, I, I'd be very concerned. Yeah, they're built to, to make a run. I mean, the expectations are high for this team this year. So Very, very high, too. I mean, seriously. I think they're Super Bowl high. How about that? Yeah. Uh, look, they have the talent on paper. They really do. Um I like what they've done, and we saw they were a much different team once they had Cooper, and now you get a full season of them. Well, hopefully. I mean, it doesn't sound like, like the injury's serious. I mean, you know Dr. David Chow. Uh, he said yeah. he wasn't concerned that he think Cooper, Cooper is fine. Well, let me, all right, let me ask you this. Are the Eagles a Super Bowl team? I think they're a contender, yeah. I think they all need right. things to break right, but I think they're, they're in the mix. Redskins and Giants are certainly not. No. In the North, are the Bears – I think they're going to under I don't think they're going to be as good as last year so I'm going to say no. Are the Vikings? <sighs> I don't think the Vikings are deep enough. Yeah, I don't either. I think they can be good, but I don't see them Super Bowl. I think the Bears could be. I don't think the Vikings are. How about in do you think the Saints are? Yes. All right. Any other They've team been in so that close division? the last couple of years? Atlanta? Mm, Atlanta. They got to really step up defensively. I think they have the offensive pieces. I do too, but Tampa for sure and Carolina no. And then out west, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't sleep on Carolina. You think Carolina's a Super Bowl team? I think they have with a that shot. defense. I think they have a shot. No, I don't know about that. Give me the. Uh, I don't think they beat the Saints. Tell me, all right, the West Rams for sure. Yes, I do think there's some concern with that team, but they'll be in the mix. Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, no. No. So we're looking at Cowboys, Eagles, Saints, Rams. 
Of course, there'll be a surprise team somewhere. Right, but those are four, and then we've got a couple of teams that we like on the outside. Carolina, Atlanta, you know, stuff like that. But the Cowboys are legit, dude. I mean, the Cowboys should get into the championship game, in my opinion. I think they're good enough to be in the championship game. Yeah, I'm just hoping Jason Garrett doesn't mess it up. That's my well, biggest concern with them. If coach. anybody will mess it up, you know it'll be Jason Garrett. Yeah. What about in the, in the AFC? Obviously, the uh, New England or nah, Buffalo. Patriots are done. Uh, by Patriots. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, so Buffalo, J- Wait, Buffalo me, gonna, Jets, right, Miami. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at the. Uh, I'm looking at futures now to win the NFL championship on DraftKings Sportsbook. Who do you think okay. is the favorite? I think the Chiefs. Nope. nope. Patriots. Yeah, plus seven hundred. Yeah. Chiefs are plus eight hundred. It's good. Who bet. do you think? Who's at the top in the NFC? It's two teams tied with the plus nine hundred. Saints and. Rams. Yes. Okay. And the Eagles are plus 1,300. It's not a Bra- bad bet. Browns plus 1,400. No, bad bet. Bad bet. Chargers plus 1,400. Terrible bet. Bears plus 1,600. No. Steelers plus 1,800. Terrible bet. I don't think it's terrible. I think Steelers, Steelers are not a Super Bowl team. Not a Super Bowl team. The defense is terrible. I don't know. I think they improved. the kid, And they got the kid Bush at linebacker. I don't know. Bush is pretty good, though. All right, go ahead. Cowboys are plus 2,200. Oh, dude, I'd put 100 bucks on that right now. I, uh, I, I would. Come on, Ronis. Come on, Ronis. If I put $20 on it right now, it wins 460. That's they not enough. Win. They got to win the Super Bowl, though. That's a Super Bowl. Let me see what the NFC uh, is there. Let's see. Uh, player future team. Are you telling me you wouldn't put $100 down to win 220000 it's not to win two hundred twenty thousand. Well, you said it's twenty two hundred plus twenty two hundred. Right. So is that for every hundred, or is that if for you, every dollar? If you put a hundred down, you win twenty three hundred. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Don't like that. I mean, that's okay. That's well, I mean, it's fine. If it's you good, win it's it. good, it's good. Yeah, it's good, but not great. It's good. Conference winner. Uh, so the Patriots are plus three hundred. Chiefs plus three seventy five. Browns plus seven hundred. In the NFC, come on, uh, NFC is. Rams plus 450, Saints plus 450, Eagles plus 500, Bears plus 900, Packers plus 1,000, Cowboys plus 1,200. Is this Dude, I Zeke? take that. Yes. Because the, the second Zeke signs, it drops to like 400. Take the bet now, Ronis. Yeah, this, see, that's why timing of bets is important. Oh, because how about the people who took the Colts, man, a couple weeks ago? I know. <laughs> that, see, that money was you know going what, on fire. You know that what they are? On fire. They're, they're, to win the conference right now, they're plus 2,500. I was going to say 3,000. And what to win the Super Bowl? 3,500? Oh, probably worse, yeah. I mean, they're not winning the Super Bowl. What's the, best, what's the worst best team to win the Super Bowl? Cowboys? I mean, like I, don't think, I don't think they're bad. I'm actually surprised. No, on the, on the list, on DraftKings, the odds-wise. Uh... <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think the Cowboys can absolutely, absolutely win a Super Bowl this year. Well, you love Nick Foles. How about the Jags at plus 3,300? I, I don't love them that much. <laughs> Ravens plus 3,300. I don't trust Lamar Jackson on that. Oh, okay. I like him, but I like the Cowboys bet. The Cowboys plus, bet is good. They're 2,200. Plus 2,200 for Dallas, Texans, and Packers. Yeah, I don't yeah, like I'm, I'm surprised it's low, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll discuss more about this when we return right after this. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we are back. Go to playffwc.com right now. And either you do it right now. We got one spot open in the World Championship draft, and we've got a bunch of spots open in tonight's Beat Dr. Roto Online Championship draft. So it's a 10 o'clock draft. I'd love to see you there. And then I'll, on my podcast tomorrow, I will analyze and grade your draft and tell you how good you did. So I think uh, hopefully you guys will sign up at playffwc.com. Dot com. All right, Ron, so I'm enjoying this conversation. So let's go, let's go to the AFC and give me some win totals, and let's see whether, what, what the, where the value is. Uh, so this is according to DK Sportsbook. Uh, Ravens are plus 115 for over 8.5, minus 139 under 8.5. The under 8.5, wow. I think I think they can win nine games. I think so too. I have you know I'm going to probably be doing the research over the weekend and going deeper into these to before I make you know final calls. But I'll uh, say Ravens is over over eight and a half. Yeah, it's just it's minus one thirty nine. So you know if you put twenty down, you win thirty four forty. So yeah, that's not doing that's not that's not paying bills, Rose. Right. All right. Let's find a better one. Uh, for for the Bills, they have three different. <laughs> they have uh, seven and a half, eight and a half, six and a half, and obviously different odds for everything. So, uh, give me the one that's the best odds. Uh, plus two hundred for over eight and a half. That's kind of rough. I mean, they're an interesting team. I don't hate that. I think they could win nine games. Yeah, they're, they're an interesting team. They, are, you know, uh, obviously you got New England in the division. Uh, you could get two wins over Miami. The Jets are tricky, but. Uh, they do have a good defense and a good coaching staff, and a good running game, and the receivers are getting better. I don't hate that bet at two hundred. I, I don't. I don't hate that. Oh, this okay. This looks like they're trying to suck you in to take the Browns over. Over under nine and a half. I think everyone's on the over. The over yeah. nine and a half is plus one twenty five. Oh, they're dying to get you to go over. They are, man. Because <laughs> I feel like everyone is going to see that and go, oh, I'm taking Ten that. wins of the Browns, right? Ten wins. Yeah, that's a sorry. When it looks too good, it is. Yeah, because a $100 bet on that gets you 225 And I think they're going to get a ton of people putting money on that. What is the Bills bet? If I put 100 in the Bills, what do I get on that one? For which one? Over the, eight and a half? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's plus two hundred. So if you did that, you would get a uh, three hundred dollar payout. All right, not bad. All right, what do we got next? That's tough, though, man. Over That's tough. I can't. Half. I can't watch too many Bills games like that. Make me sick. <laughs> uh, also in the AFC, the Texans over under eight and a half. Over eight and a half's minus one thirty four. Under eight and a half's plus one ten. And remember that division kind of got another nine and seven team. That's another yeah. nine and seven, ten and six team. That's a tough division, man. You know, I think. But Clowney, if Clowney's gone, dude, I don't like him. Texans are in big trouble without Clowney. And by the way, whoever was talking about Kenyon Drake and Kenny Stills for Clowney, why would the Texans do that deal? Kenny Stills doesn't crack their lineup, and they already have Drake and Duke Johnson. Well, they have Duke Johnson. Well, yeah. I mean, the same player. 
You need a big bruising back. You don't need Duke Jr. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that making sense. And why would Clowney want to go to Miami? Well, Miami wants Clowney. I have no doubt about I know. that. That makes I, sense. That makes sense. I guess. I guess that they're looking at it like, all right, well, we got a, a lot of draft picks next year, and we could turn this around quickly. They probably can. You get Tua. You get Clowney. You, you could be interesting. The Colts uh, over six and a half minus one twenty five under six and a half plus one hundred five. See, that's a sucker bet now too, because everybody's going to go the under. I know, and I would take. I think I'd take the over. I think I, I think they can get seven. But it's minus 125, though. That, I don't like that bet. They are trying to get you to take the under. They are. I know. Jacksonville. Do this is interesting. Okay. Over eight, under eight. Over eight's minus 125. Under eight's plus 104. It could be eight. Yeah. If they're lucky, they go eight and eight. Ooh, the Chiefs, man. Let me hear. The over under is 10. And I think everyone would take the over. The problem is it's minus 182 on the over 10. I think over 10 makes sense, though. With it really Frank does. Frank Clark and all those guys, yeah. The thing is, you put 100 down, you win 155. Again, you make a profit, but remember, I think people want to see big payouts on this because you're investing $100 over four months. Right. You're not my rich friend. That's bad return on investment. Unless you, do, unless you are really confident about it and you do several and you take one or two long shots. Yeah, but you lose the money. You lose the see. The problem is you lose the betting of the hundred because it's lost. You can't you get it back. You got to wait on it four months. Yeah, it's like a CD. Uh, yeah, so it depends on like what your goal is here, right? Uh, as far as that, but I think most people would take over ten. I would too. I mean, they just look like they're in prime position. Are you worried about Tyree Kill Week One with Jalen Ramsey getting the nod? I mean, you're concerned, but you're playing him. I mean, you might not play him in DFS, or maybe you will. It's contrarian. Um, it because, contrarian. Tar- again, Tariq's got so much speed. All he needs to do, he can make his day with a 65-yard touchdown. He Which can't he could Jaylen get because Jalen Ramsey. Right, exactly. Jalen yeah. Ramsey's good, but he could take a playoff. So you're absolutely starting him in season long. DFS, it's going to be interesting because he will probably be a fade for many. So I would think, think a fade. For, I think he will be very low-owned, and I think it's a contrarian Genius move. I'm interested to see what the ownership will be. I would uh, say with, with that, th- we'll see Jacksonville's got good cover guys, but but they weren't that good last year. No, they weren't. They Well, they fell apart. They got off to like a terrible start, and I think they just kind of packed it in. Can I tell you that I think the problem with that team is the leadership. Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone are old school guys in a young, different game. Right? They're, they're, just, they're, they're playing a different game now. They're not Sean McVay could take this team and make it interesting. These guys can't. Well, I, I don't know. They two two years ago they were almost at the Super Bowl, right? I mean they they didn't beat New England, but many teams. But have their it. defense was really good, right? But it it could be this year again. I don't know. I don't know what happened last year, man. It just was. And you I know, think Telvin Smith is gone. Their well, best defender is gone. Yes, and I think also. I think it got to the point where the offense was so bad that the defense was on the field a lot. I'd have to check the numbers, but it felt like that. And I think at some point they just got demoralized. It's like, geez, man, really? You guys can't keep a drive Dude, alive? And Telvin the- Smith was as good as Darius Leonard two years ago. That's how good he was. No, he was yeah, everywhere. He, he was. You lose him. I don't know. He's irreplaceable. Uh, Who do you I, like on that defense? I, they still have the cover corners there. And um, the kid Allen had a big uh, game last week. He did. He looked good. And what's that guy, Yannick Nagoye or whatever his yeah, name is? Yeah, defensive lineman. He looks legit. He looks it. Look, if their pass rushes back, that team could go over eight for sure. All, all the cast to do is not blow it. Right, which 
I guess is possible. But they they're a weird team because we saw how good they were two years ago. We saw how bad they were last year. So um, it's a bad fan base. It's not really that interested. I don't know. It's 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 a lot of mediocrity. Have you been to Jacksonville, dude? It's kind of an armpit. No, I've just driven through it, but I've yeah. never stopped. Yeah, don't. The, the Jets have three different ones here. They have six and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half, plus one seventy for under six and a half. I think they're better than that. Are they? Yeah. I you trust Adam Gase? Scott Scott Atkins is talking about them being a possible wild card team. No, he's excited. Uh, it's it's possible in the AFC. I wouldn't rule it out. The problem is you've got the Bills. And you've got the Patriots in your own division. And the Bills are better coached. I don't care what anybody says. The Bills are a very well-coached team. Discipline. Discipline, discipline. I don't know if the Jets have discipline. Well, we'll find out. Uh, Raiders over under 6. Over 6 plus 105. Under 6 minus 125. Yeah, I would take the under. Steelers have three different options here. And they're really spaced out. 7.5, 9, and 10.5. Ooh, 10.5. You so better the, be giving me good odds on that. The over 10.5 is plus 205. Yeah, I'm not taking that. That's The under 10.5 is minus 265. If yeah. you took them under 7.5, plus 250. But I think they win more than 7. Now, that's interesting. Under 7.5. That's a good bet, Adam. Because if it is, then Tomlin's done and they got to start over again. Oh, yeah. If they don't, oh, definitely. That, so I that's guess an with, interesting bet. That's with an that, interesting bet. With that, I guess you're banking on... The defense being bad again, and then they just and, – and maybe Juju. And the loss of Brown is a problem, yeah. right? Juju's – I mean, look, ask yourself this one question. Is Juju Smith-Schuster the most important person to his team, kind of like Saquon? Because if the Steelers lose him, who's there – I mean, you feel good about Moncrief and James Washington as your receivers? No. Right. You need Juju. Broncos, six and a half. Over six and a half minus one fifty two, under six and a half plus one twenty five. I think they're going to win six and a half games. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Bengals are five and a half. What's the sp- what's the line on that one? Minus one thirty two, over five and a half plus one ten, under five and a half. Yeah, see, most people think that they're going to be stinky. I think yeah. they'll win five games. Patriots, they have three different ones here. 11, 12 and a half, 9 and a half. 12 and a half? Are you uh-huh. kidding me? Over no 12 way. and a half plus 225. They always have these games every year where they don't show up or they're just not that good because they just don't. It's just not a big deal for them. Yeah, that's a sucker bet right there. Yeah, over 12 and what's and the 11 one? What's the 11? 11, over 11, minus 118, under 11, minus 104. I think they win... Ten, I have to look at the schedule. Ten or eleven games. That's, that's what they're always in that range. Yeah, eleven and five, twelve and four. That's what they do. They're not thirteen and three. They are not that good. Yeah, I don't think so either. But they always, they always uh, amaze me with what they do. So, uh, what are the Bears run us? The Bears we got at uh, nine and a half. Over nine and a half plus one thirty five, under nine and a half minus one sixty two. It's interesting. So they think like you that you don't like the Bears this year. Damn, that sucks. Because I would have. I wish I got the plus on the under. I know. Oh, I know that that C right exactly. What's the Seahawks? Seahawks are eight and a half as always. They're always in that range. Yeah. I think everyone was on the under for them last year, and they played well. But they have the- just. They've taken so many hits on the defensive side. 
They really have. I mean, they have nobody in the middle. Juron Reed is out. Frank Clark is gone. Right for Reed. Yeah, yeah. And Frank Clark is in the uh, Kansas City. I got one for you. The Lions. What's the Lions? Oh, the boring Lions. Uh, Six and a half. Taking the under. I'm taking the under. (laughs) Well, under six and a half plus one twenty three. Oh, dude, I'm taking the under. That team is terrible. And they lost Frank Ragnow. They lost a couple of guys who are good. Yeah, Ragnow, it appears that it's not serious. Uh, It's an an ankle. I don't think it was high ankle. So I didn't see if the status for week one, but... Dude, he's your best lineman by far. It's just a boring team. You know what they're going to do? And did they lose their middle... uh, Jared Davis, isn't he out for a little bit too? I didn't see if he's out. Yeah, Jared Davis is their only good linebacker. I like the under on that one too. Packers are nine. That's just... That's a sucker bet. For what? The over? Yeah. That's over nine minus one hundred five, under nine minus one seventeen. I like the under. I think that team could implode. Rams what are ten the, and a half. Oh what are the Buccaneers? Tampa I think most people would take the under. Six and a half. I might take the do you think Bruce Darians can get seven out of this game? It's the it's the defense that really that's yeah, really bad. They're gonna play shootouts in that division too, man. Could you know what I would play on a week to week basis? Prop bets with, with the Buccaneers. And take Jameis the over Winston. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jameis Winston, two sixty five, I'll take the over. Boom. Drop well, fifty I on so. that every I week. hope so. I have a lot of Winston. If he's bad, I'm in trouble. I might have to move to can, can I live with you for the next three months and then I'll move back to Florida? Oh, to so make so I can prop Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> this can be very profitable three months for me, Ronas. It definitely can. The player props, for sure. We've talked about that. You know, in fantasy, we tend to project players each week, and we have a good idea. And remember, with the player props, they don't put as much time in them because right. you can't because you can't put like ten thousand. Especially the on second half limit. props. Yeah, so there's, there's, they, they don't have as much, re, you know, it's much difficult to beat the spread because they have a lot of research in that. Uh, and the player props, they don't uh, look at it as, as closely. And we, that's where I think fantasy players have an advantage. I think they have a huge advantage. All right, we will delve a little bit more into this when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we're back. Remember, guys, play FFWC.com right now. Sign up for an online championship or a world championship draft. There's a Beat Dr. Roto draft. There's a starter best ball draft. There's a world championship online draft. So please hang out with us, draft with us, and uh, be part of what we're doing at PlayFFWC.com. I I love these prop bets because I I think you're right, Adam. I think we really need to on the show, especially maybe on Fridays, we should spend some extra time on some prop betting so we can help people win some money. Yeah, we can definitely do it for sure. Uh, it's definitely an added dimension, and uh, there definitely is ways to have edges there. Uh, I was doing it earlier this year in baseball. I've sold down, but if you remember, remember Lucas Giolito was not someone that people were on before the year, and it took so long 
for these guys to catch up with the props bets. Like his over under and K's even like two months ago was like four and a half, five and a half. I'm like, guys, come on, are you serious? Like you just put the money on the over and he would smash it in the fourth inning. So that's gonna happen in football too, where it's slow for these guys to come around and, and get the correct player props. So there are a lot of times where you can exploit it, take advantage and, and get some easy money. I really feel that way. I think Tampa, I think Arizona, there are a couple of teams that I think the Sharps are not on like we're on. Yeah, no, it definitely could be the case, and you have to kind of look for it early and, and figure it out and look at those uh, player props. Uh, obviously, I, I think they would, they'll start putting them out next week. Um, it'll be – well, I'll be in Vegas, so I can bet there, but it, I don't think I'll be able to do it on my phone for Jersey because I'll be in Vegas. Can't even play DFS there. I know. Well, well, no, you can't. You can what you, put in the lineup. And put it, that's what you do. There. Yeah. Put in your lineup. That's what I did last year. I put in the lineup and then edited it because I, I put in like 15 lineups before I got to Vegas. And you were, and it's good. I just hate the time thing, man. It just throws me off. Like on a what, Sunday, Sunday morning, at 10 a.m., dude. Yeah, you got to be up like early to answer the questions and set lineups. It's like, oh man, it's brutal. It's a real game changer when, for for what we do in the industry. It's a problem. Yeah, it really is. I don't know how I would handle it. People tell me they like it on the West Coast, but I don't know. No, I like Central Time, Ronis. We used to live in Texas. Central Time was good. The one hour was good. I'm used to East Coast time. That's why you're out of bonus. All right, who's coming up in hour number two? I'm actually going to have Taz is going to be there the whole hour with me. Oh, good. Say hi to Taz. All right, guys, this is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care. Remember, beat Dr. Roto draft. Sign up tonight, 10 p.m. I want you in the room. All right? Keep it right here for another hour of full-time fantasy right after this.